Welcome to something like that with me, Nav. How you doing? How you feeling? Another episode. And of course, uh, my guest for this week, it's uh, a man. I wouldn't want to call him a guest because he's uh, his family. Uh, he's been there from the very start of this particular uh, podcast. He's been supporting the show very, very much. And good news is this. He's out with a brand. He's not exactly out with a brand new track, but this is to celebrate or rather to commemorate one of his albums, which is released about 10 years ago. So it's a 10 year anniversary. Apparently, there's a music video coming up. We're going to talk all about that. Who is he? Well, it's none other than Azmil, you know, my buddy, my man. How you hey, doing? Man. You good? I'm good. good. You doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, man. I, I like your whole setup at the back down there. It looks different. <laughs> <laughs> or a change. The don't last need time. all the cover stuff, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> on the bright side, at least this time when we are chatting, your room is a bit brighter. Like the last time, glob, romantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. So this time is much clearer, man. How you been? I said you've been very busy lately. It's like uh, almost like every week there's a gig somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I've been playing. I was. Be, I was playing at Madikaria every Wednesday in June. Um, like a residency, you know, like the bar style. So I think they're trying different things. Okay. Because, you know, so uh, they, they offered that to me. Say, yeah, why not? I, you know, I've got new songs I brought up, and I when I play solo, I I talk more, I talk, talk a bit more, you know. Yeah, so, so, I've, <laughs> I've been missing it a lot. I was telling all the other guys, it's like you know, I've been waiting for this gig thing to open up, and finally, when it does, my work part also opened up at the very same time. So <laughs> I've been having difficulties attending gigs. Hopefully, soon I actually get time to uh, visit you guys and check you guys out. It's been quite a while, man, since I went to a proper gig. I was thought I thought of doing it somewhere tomorrow. You, you were supposed to have one today, right? Yeah, but it got uh, cancelled last minute. There was uh, a COVID case. The, the sound man. Yeah. Uh, Actually, now it's like, I don't know, man. It's like COVID. Okay, so you know, what's, what's the big yeah. deal now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, cancel phone, you like. Cancel okay. phone, you like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Those days, last, it was exactly one year ago. Everyone would have panicked, you know. The whole Taman would have been quarantined <laughs> yeah. or whatever like that. But now it's like, uh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's like, uh, okay, nah. so, so what's next? You know, I was talking to Julio <laughs> last week. We were talking like, oh, now the big deal is, if you don't get COVID, uh, baru, big deal. Uh. Now get COVID, uh, okay. Yeah. So the question everyone goes <laughs> like, hey, hey, you blow kind of COVID lagi ka? You blow ba? <laughs> that's how it works, yeah, man. Yeah, gonna keep up, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. Anyway, let's talk about your music video, man, that's coming up. I think you got a very bad internet connection. Is it okay right now? Ooh, seems okay. Yeah, okay. it's raining here. Ah, that yeah. explains. I can see your wave is a bit going lower, lower. But it's okay. No, fine. no problem. We still can hear you. Right. Okay, good. So let's talk about your music video, man. Hey, congratulations. 10-year anniversary. Yes. Thanks, man. Oh, uh, 10 years. That was 10 years. Pretty, pretty fast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a different world back then, too. Yeah. Yeah, 20, I've, known you for more, I've known you for more than 10 <laughs> years. And uh, when you say, I remember the Willi album that was way back. And now you just, yeah. when I was reading through the WhatsApp, saying that, hey, my 10-year anniversary is like, like good, that long already here. <laughs> yeah, man. Time flies, dude. It's... Uh, so I thought, yeah, I was the album with the cigarettes, you know, and, uh, um, and th those were good times. I mean, it was, uh, like I said, it, was, it feels like a very different world, um, not just because I was in COVID, but also, you know, social media and all these things weren't there. Yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, it was nobody actually depended on that so much. Yeah, yeah so it was. But uh, for no. the benefit, for the, those listening in right now uh, who have not actually uh, checked out the Rely album, could you just uh, let us know a little bit about that, that particular album? What was so special about that album? What was the whole thing about? Ah, so yeah, Rely was this album. All the songs that I had were 
my songs that when I started like writing songs back in uh, the late late 90s like the one of the songs was from 97 when I was 20 and you know and I had it on my cassette before that the lo-fi cassette so this was the album that I always wanted to make and it took a real long time to to, to record I started recording the drum tracks back in 2006 um, and because uh, different band members play in different bands and it's kind of a loose coalition of members that I've okay. never had a band where like I'm the Taiko, but I'm the manager in the sense like, like that, like getting <laughs> something, you know. Um, uh, at the time, was, at the duet, you got a band. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they all, I think that all of them offered me, like, like okay. hey, I think you want to start band. And so, so the guys were, were friends and from scene and there was this certain looseness to it. And, and in the end, it was whoever was available played on the album. There were some songs where I wanted my friend King, who played the Seven Caller T-shirt, and play guitar then and he got busier he joined the band uh, the other band then so and then i had to play solo on certain songs and on this song actually something i wrote which is the music video for the song that um, I'm, I'm releasing to celebrate 10 years i actually played a solo there because uh well out of desperation like, <laughs> he couldn't make it it's like okay i've got, I've got a record this man sorry man. so you gotta feel it in yeah nice man nice yeah. and this music video is coming out what, tomorrow right Oh yeah, first July. Check it out. Um, it's on you. It's gonna be on YouTube at twelve noon, um, and on my other social media. We'll see. I gotta check. I gotta go Google. You know what's the best time to post a new music video? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, yeah. It's, nowadays, nowadays, like astrology, man. It's like you gotta find the right stars, <laughs> the moons, the timing. Those days, you come yeah. out with song just release, lah. You know, everybody knows it. It's like now you gotta make sure it's right. Even this particular podcast, of course, no, you gotta release it on Tuesday. No, you gotta release it on Wednesday. I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna release it whenever I want it. Man. <laughs> exactly, pain yes, man. Yeah. I thought this technology is supposed to make your life easier. No, yeah, man. it's too it's too messed up, man. And this music video. Who shot it? Are you? You're because you're into this music video draw plays and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm guessing some students involved. Are oh they? no, this one, this one, no. Okay, interesting backstory because uh, essentially it's uh, my friend Weijun. He's a, a film director, so he he did um, some of my uh, music videos like Charity Lane, which had like all this uh, sort of VFX, and he did Bustandiri lah. He did Penghasut Blues. I remember we launched that. Yes, 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 yes uh, I do. So, so we go way back. I mean, for me, I love it working with him. It's always a, it's always a joy and hood with him because he's, he's in, he's guerrilla style. He's like, okay, um, nobody can join me. But let's just shoot this myself. Let's nice. do it. So, and you know, he finds his time when he's available. Uh, I tell him, I tell a lot of my, my collaborators, I say, look, just treat his music video as a lab try different things you know use me to experiment you can use me dissect me cut me open or whatever like, for the music video you know um because i don't play by the, you know, i'm not a pop artist so you know i okay. play that game right so and you know i i I'm, i teach film so i want to try different things so we shot this video very interesting big story it was right during the december floods oh so I had booked this hotel room for two nights, you know. Um, I was supposed to have a gig uh, in Life Fact, and I got caught in Shalam for 24 hours. Ooh. I was there, man. Ooh, became, man. Became Pulau Shalam. So I was caught in <laughs> Pulau Shalam for 24 hours. I had to cancel. I had to pull out the gig. Um, and I lost one night of booking. And oh. when I escaped, 
I escaped the, the flood uh, the finally the next day. We didn't know we were going to shoot. He was okay. just at home. So I got off at the highway. I said, okay. As I'm going that one lane, you can still see the Sungai Damansara, the Batu Tigas, still high, you know, underneath the bridge. I was driving and I called him, okay, man, it's on. I'll okay. see there. I tak mandi pun tau. I tak mandi tau. So all you see, my hair, you know, my, 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 my makeup and props is, is that one night in in the mall, inshallah. Keeping the oh man, <laughs> I, I got to watch this video, man. I really got to watch this video for this one. You know, I'm, I'm surprised you you didn't actually take out your guitar or maybe some recording device and record the whole thing while you were stuck in the flood, man. Oh, I thought man. some song would have come out, out of that. It's like, okay, fine, shit. I got a disaster on me. The perfect ambience for a song, you know. Yeah, I was expecting like, somebody write a song, and but nobody did actually. I have a song, but it's not not oh yeah yeah. I, I have a title. It was it's called the wrong side of the Tungai Damansara. Oh, so in the future that'll be coming. Uh, that's okay, a okay. That's what that's uh, what I like about you in the sense that you keep it real, man. You keep it really real, you know, and all the stuff that you come out. Even titles of songs is like you're not you're not one of those guys who come up with those fancy names, you know. It's like even uh, what was it, the Buggy Blues and that Lori Hantu or something, you know. That's that's the best part I like about uh, your music or your your theme for everything that you release, which is kind of cool. Which and I'm definitely looking forward for the music video also to see what's different in this one, man. So, Thanks, man. You, so you already had one guy involved in this one? Yeah, only him. So he came. But the idea was that he had several short films that he never released. Okay. And he had shown some of it, some of the footage to me. And I thought it, it the, the, you know, the tone of the video of, of the short films we shot um, really fit like, I think, yeah, why don't you, you know, you edit, you make a montage and, you know, with me performing. And he said, yeah, that's an idea. So I think he spoke to maybe the actors who were involved, maybe, and also the team that was involved with the short film. And I think probably got his, I think he got his permission. So in essence, the music video is probably the most straightforward video, music video I've done. It's just me and my being in the room. Dude, seriously, you seriously, <laughs> because most of the music video looks pretty straightforward, but this one, when you say the most straightforward, okay, now that's, that's a mystery right now, man. <laughs> that's teasing you there yeah ah, I got it okay okay, okay. I kind of like the, how you look at it but but for you I mean you're a person who's like uh, uh, like I said earlier all people, all the people I know you're you're really into this rock and roll lifestyle even when it comes to your music it's like punk rock it's like I go I just play I come back it's so easy to work with uh, I mean to do things but people who come on board and work with you is it easy for you or is it easy for them? Because it's like, you know, you I wouldn't want to use the word carefree, but you, you know, be a slumber kind of uh, attitude kind of thingy, you know. So when people come and work with you, do you have that that uh, that pressure or maybe that uncomfortable feeling that people are too tight to work with you? Has that ever uh, happened? Well, I, I I have the pleasure of not having to audition any band members in my life. Okay. So it, for me, always, I think the friendship and bond is most important. Skills... Another lah, but, okay. but you know it's secondary. You know, as you know, I I will get you just for the skills. Um, but you say I would go out of my way to make you know um, collaborators, guys in the band feel comfortable and you know like casual, enforce casual yeah. sense of casual. Is, is is the mindset and attitude also plays a very important role because you have your style going on and it's not everybody who can come on board because it's either you have two sides of the extreme side one you have one too slumber too relaxed too lazy or else yeah. you have the other side which is 
too rigid. It's like too, no, no, I got to do this. must have this. If I only have time like this, I got to be paid this way. I only can pay, get uh, played the other way. You know, those kind of things, you know, being in between that is, is kind of a difficult thing for a musician, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's always the people are teetering on either end, right? Yeah. So, so for me, finding that middle sweet spot is important. And also, you know, I'm a, I'm a product of uh, the environment we're in, you know, where, you know, you want to do this, but then, like I say, the, the, the venue the, or whatever the budget you don't have. So what do you do? You, do you just keep on dreaming? I've, I've met a lot of people who are bitter, right? They yeah. get to figure out what they want to, and I don't want to be that. Um, let's leverage on what we have, you know? I don't want to sound like one of those, in, uh, those what I call this, uh, those inspirational speakers, but <laughs> that's the idea. It's like, use what you got, you know? Um, improvise. Improvise. Yeah, improvisation is very important. And that's why I like, I'm also in, you know, in the experimental scene. We're literally doing improv stuff. But also, I think it's, uh, we're in a business of turning shit to gold, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Something happens to you, well, don't just leave it, man. So, you know, therapy is writing songs about it. Um, and gigging about it, no? And nice. making an album out of it, you know? <laughs> selling the album. Very true. Yeah? Very true. <laughs> the selling part, how's that worked along for you from your previous album? It's like, uh, was the sales okay? Was it to the expectation? Because pandemic kind of messed things up a little bit. So, um, in terms of sales, was it okay for you? John Bangin was, was okay. Because uh, I was surprised. Uh, you know, when, I, when, I, when things opened up, I, you know, I used social media. It was quite intense. Nothing to do at home. So, then... Uh, then I started, you know, delivering, personally delivering, either I by, yeah, and, and also by Post Laju, put in stores. Um, I've managed to well enough to kind of cover the, 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 the cost. Wow, that's a, that's yeah, considered yeah. very good. Break even yeah. is considered very good. Yeah, I keep the cost low too, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Yeah, yeah, these days it's not about making profit. It's as long as you cover the cost, that's the most important thing. I'm happy, yeah. I mean, then the gigs are the ones where, you know, kind of like, okay, I've got deep guy, you know, yeah. so yeah. And uh, one thing I like about you, I've noticed something that uh, in the trend since the uh, gig scenes has opened up, uh, a lot of people have been selling tickets and shows and so on, but I've noticed not all of it, some some of your gigs, uh, you don't really charge for tickets, but you are accept you say you're accepting tips. You know, yeah. that kind of thing, you're focused on that, which you're encouraging people to uh, come on board and just pay what you think is valuable for you, your time, right? Is that true, 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 true. I mean, it's also like the venues, right? Medicaria also want to look for, for, yeah, different ways to get audiences. Some nights are uh, ticketed, some are not. So they, they ask me, like, is it okay with tips? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I think people just want to get a sense of normalcy again, let them trickle in. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And actually the tips are... I was surprised. It looked pretty good. Actually, it's better than surprised. selling tickets, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like, sometimes yeah, because, no, because yeah. I have I have this issues. Like, I, I would call it issue because I have this problem in the sense of I got a lot of friends in the industry. You know me, right? A lot of friends in the geek scenes and everybody's like, almost every weekend, there's three, four shows going on. And I feel so bad that I can't visit each and every show because each show, of course, if I want to pay for every single show that I'm going to go attend or attend as many shows as possible, bro, I need part-time job. Do you think a part-time job? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, that's, that's one thing is difficult. But of course, some parts where you go in, of, I would love to pay. Yes, I would love to pay in this part. But uh, I hope, I hope there's more chances to change whether venue or rather the organizers will cover up that part of it instead of paying for gigs, uh, paying for shows. It's like, I hope I hope it comes to a point where sponsor will take care of all of it so people can just go enjoy the show and come back. And tipping is one of the good things. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think we've got, we have to, we have to adjust and, you know, innovate and adapt. I think it's, you know, I mean, any species needs to, to adapt and evolve. Yeah. There's no point of thinking, oh, I remember the good old days. Yeah, I can reminisce, but I think. Yeah. No, we um, have to move on, man. We have to move on. Yeah, we've got to move on, man. Yeah. yeah. But how is it so far since the uh, gig scenes uh, have opened up right now? It's uh, is it is it good? Is it what you you were expecting or better or you're like eh? Which one is it right now for you? A lot better than I expected. Um, but you know, but places that are lesser now. You know, I mean, uh, also I mean, the, a lot of the, the at least in the indie underground scene at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of younger bands, and you know, it's also the circle of people you know, right? So a lot of people who were who are my kind of circle, I mean, they're kind of older now, and they're not organizing shows, they're doing other things. So of course, definitely slow down, and you know I think like like, like Charlie Watts once said, you know, rock and roll so is a is a young, young it's for the young lah, you know. And yeah. you know, you know, I've got to face that fact. Right? So I mean, so but I feel a certain sense of freedom with that too. That instead of trying to like Charlie, hey, this gig, uh, really talk to organizers, I thought like, well, I mean, I got a lot of things on get off my chest. So um, well, like these solo shows I've been doing with Karia, I, I jokingly call it like stand up folk. Okay. So, so, I always love stand up. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a big admirer of George Carlin myself. So I would be uh, riled up about things, right? We need the news, you know? So I thought, like, yeah, I'll just use the banter between songs, explaining the songs, and then also trying to link it with what's in the happening. Oh, and, man. Yeah. I got to watch yeah. this one. I definitely got to watch it. <laughs> I definitely got to watch this one. I'm definitely coming for one of the geeks, man. I've got to check that out. But uh, going back to the, the thing of that saying that, uh, you know, it's for the younger ones, rock and rolls and so on. I've also noticed something. The younger the younger generation per se is also playing music which is the old from the older generation. There are a lot of young musicians playing the older ones. So would that actually make a difference? Because if I'm a music lover, if I'm gonna go by the era, so it doesn't matter who's performing, how old the person is performing, does that really make an impact for performers like you? Um I don't know. I, I guess it's also my material, material I think. Yeah, that, that nostalgia is a big thing. I mean, now you see all these younger bands, long hair, wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> they look like their dads when they were younger. Um, it's nostalgia, it's a, it's a trend, it's a fashion. But when, when I, you know, sometimes I listen to the material, yeah, it has hints of that. But I guess what's missing is, you know, you can, you can, you can mimic the surface, but, but interior summer, I think that's uh -huh. the main I've always been about the Intila, you know, it's like, you can look certain way, but I like the fact that people are sometimes surprised. Sometimes you think, ah, this band doesn't look remarkable. Then they go on stage, they, they just kill it, you know? Yeah, I've seen that a that's lot. What, yeah, that's what you want, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. But taking, uh, speaking of gigs and uh, so on, are you having plans of taking it to different states? Because uh, there's also a change or rather a slight change in trends where most of the bands are doing shows outside of the Klang Valley. It's not mm. the focus is no longer in Klang Valley alone. This is, they started touring. I've noticed that even like whether it's big, a big gig or a smaller gig, you know, where you can only cater about 50 to 100 packs in a venue. You know, they, they started moving along, uh, on a lot. They've been going down south, way up north, east side. So uh, have you, do you have any plans of doing such things? I mean, I'm glad that's happening. All these bands should get out of bloody Klang Valley, la, you know. And yeah. you know, I, I always put, and you know, I was touring before, the, I mean, like the, the, this network was established. So, you know, um, I love touring. I've been doing all my life, but but of course not the scale that that you know the the current after post well, it's still pandemic, but what's happening now, right? Um, but yeah, I think 
it's about time because there's so much music lovers in smaller towns and you know i think you know that's that's how the gospel spread you know yeah. you know it's not just in the center you know you got to decenter it so by all means i have my feet that they're touring um but but i go oh, anyway i'm playing in penang by the way on, on saturday my first out of KL show has been uh, nice where in yeah, penang Uh, the canteen at China House. So I'm playing with Adil Johan, my buddy in uh, Okespadu. He's in Kesex. Just a duo. Just a duo. We are in playing from some other things. So I'm there. Let's do that. And actually, we are planning to, to also play in Singapore. So me and you are the, you know, the folk gang. Cool, I'll man. In August, yeah. Cool. That's that's what I'm looking forward for because uh, your style of music. I've always to, I've spoken to friends from different states. They said, "Good boy, you got to check this guy out." It's like, dude, if I want to check this guy out, I'm gonna drive all the way down to KL and see. Him. <laughs> so finally, if you're gonna decide to go to places, I can just start spreading the word. It's like, okay, yes. go check this guy out because there's a lot of friends. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's the age or maybe the kind of uh, wavelength that we have in terms of listening to music. Um, I I love the style that you do things. You keep it, like I said earlier in the conversation. You keep it real, man. That's that's something I always love in a musician. It's like you know, I get the guitar. I tell things as it is. I'm not going to yeah. butter it up. I'm not going to like you know filter things up and so on. And yeah. until today, uh, the Lori Hantu thingy is still one of my favorite <laughs> tracks. <laughs> I have to admit it. It you people might call me crazy, but I say it's one of my favorite tracks from last year till today. I just it. put it on loop too many times. So if you see extra 100 views on YouTube, that is my work, lah. Basically, <laughs> I kind of like the video. I kind of like the whole concept of it, and you're taking things uh, out there, but. In terms of uh, moving or progressing, in terms of your shows and music, what do you have in mind? Is there anything planned out? Because um, I know show, gigs, shows, busking is one thing, a part and parcel of your your journey. But uh, to like you said earlier, you want to evolve and move on further. Do you have any plans stated where you're going to see yourself in the next few years? Well, I think I want to, I want to rekindle my become my like I said, I, I love improvisation. Early on, before I was getting all the gigs, I played. I was part of the experimental underground scene, and I've been been doing some stuff with that recently. Actually, uh, uh, there was a recently just launched. I think last month, there's an album um, by some friends from the, the improvisation scene. So it's called uh, Serious Play Volume One. It was a series of shows that they're organizing in KL called Percussion Stall. Okay. So this friend, his name is Yong Yenten. So he's a free jazz saxophonist. He actually used to be in a Chinese underground band. But he abandoned like the guitar and all that and picked up the saxophone. So we did, I recorded an improvised song with him for the album. Um, it was a different artist. So we won. And, but I put it under my, my, under my, my uh, improvisation moniker. The stage name is Trades of Chilaka. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> see, you see, I told you, I told you this. You say things as it is. So, so uh, you won't see my name on the, the on the on the CD, but um, it's a track we recorded in uh, the studio the, in this uh, percussion store, and it's right in KL, Jalan Panggung. So I thought, like, yeah, I mean, like uh, when Jensen asked me to give a local song, local. Uh, kind of like reference in a song. I thought about it. I love history. So I mean, I was reading a book about history of KL, and I thought, man, we're in like Jalan Panggung, yeah, you know, Kaling Street. This is the heart of the original, like you know, Chinatown, right? So I decided to call the song 
the tran- the transfiguration of the last Kapitan of Kuala Lumpur. Whoa, that's a long one. <laughs> yeah, so it was it's a eight minute track. Yeah, so okay. I play mandolin on that. Yeah. Okay, so it deserves a long title. Eight minute track. It, it deserves a long title. It's a long one. Yeah. So I mean that that's one. I, I want to do more of that. So, but but of course that's uh, really just uh, following my own aluri lah when I hit. But in terms of uh, the singer songwriter, I've got. I, I don't. I don't want to do. Um, go back to the roots uh, just man and guitar you know but i am also actually next year i'm gonna re-release my first album from 1998 oh it's the 25th anniversary nice so it was a cassette nice. yeah so it was a cassette release so i'm gonna uh clean it up my buddy arif ahe who's also a brilliant song singer songwriter so he uh, he recorded John Bonny Blues and I told him, hey, come, let's clean this up. So that's that's coming up next year. Watch out. Actually, it is yeah. kind of nice. It's like, you know, it's good that you're doing that because if like, you know, like I said, we're talking about one, almost a decade or two decades uh, after <laughs> you have a different breed of listeners all together. Yeah, 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 uh, so yeah. it'd be nice reintroducing for them. It'll be like, wow, this is new, man. For them, it might be like new sound altogether. So yeah, yeah. that's a brilliant idea. I kind of like that. Right? 19, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, <laughs> yeah, that's 98. My, my. When was the first time I met you? Well, 98. I met you around early, mid-2000? 2000, 2000. Yeah, yeah 2000. around there, man. Oh, you make me feel old, dude. <laughs> well, no, we were all experienced. A ripe Mingola. A ripe Mingola. <laughs> It's <laughs> cool. Let's, sorry, let's get back to this uh, music video. So now, if you mentioned earlier, there's something special going on uh, that will be released on the 1st of July. Uh, that is on Friday yep. by noon, right? Yep, by noon on YouTube. And um, um, let's see, like I said, on, on the other platforms. Check out my Instagram. Uh, that's why I'm definitely going to post it up. Uh, but yeah, I wish I wish I could get the, the gang back in the music video. But I just, you know, I just didn't have the time and budget. And I think well, the you got to get the... Let's let's <laughs> let's call this uh, getting the ball rolling, lah. Yeah, yeah. You never know. But one yeah. thing I'm one one thing I'm looking forward for to seeing is like um, you guys who's performing in Madeka Raya. You have a whole lot of great acts who's performing over there. I'm just wondering whether have you guys ever considered of coming up with a compilation album of each and every one who performed in Madeka Raya because the list is pretty long and I've right. seen everybody is pretty good down there. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think. That's a good idea. I'm gonna push it to, to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? Because I think, I think Nikaria has, you know, it's it, I as a as a venue, it is it's, it's, it's introduced a lot of new bands who move on doing bigger things, right? And yeah. uh, it's such an important space, um, but it's struggling to, to 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 even just you know they're always yeah, in the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, all the nonsense that was going on around us, like I felt sorry for them, and I really yeah. felt sorry for them. Yeah, I just, so, I, I wish for the best because I was seriously, I was talking to my friend, they were talking about all the gigs that's going on. I said, dude, Madiga Raya, either you come up with a concert with all the bands that's performing there, you have all the awesome acts going on back to back. So this is a one day you get to see everybody going on from morning till night. Like it's like a, a weekend fiesta with the bands, man. At least one band perform three songs per, per set or yeah. whatever. That'd be cool, yeah. man. Everybody in one whole day. Make yeah. my life easier also, la. <laughs> they, they did that. I remember pre-pandemic. I think 2019 there was some sponsors that came in. Um, I think they like did a like whole weekend. I think from like a Friday to a Sunday. I played one of it. I think it was a Mad- I think it was a Madeka. That was the first time when the Truly Asia, which is my the band who plays on yeah. uh, Johnny Blue Sweet. That was a uh, I think our first gig on Madeka. 
2019 and there was that yeah but yeah which yeah maybe a compilation i mean we will wait i mean who knows i mean like, like i said the, the current generation they're really into nostalgia so they might not might they might listen to everything on spotify but actually the cd is something exotic yeah. to them yeah it's something I nice I, i would love to yeah. see that happen man i would love to really see that happen true true actually right. the interesting that you brought it up because uh I was playing a gig at Life Fact uh, a couple of months back and I was putting on my merchandise and it was a CD and my t-shirt and there's this young guy who was uh, studying audio engineering he was interning at Life Fact so he was looking at me through the stuff and I just joked him uh, your generation onto CDs and I was like are you correct? <laughs> he said like no no actually some of us we, we, we're into this because it's nostalgia to us our parents had CDs we don't have that So the physicality of you know, physical yeah. never died you know I, people say cd is coming back no oh, it's never died you know, yeah it's it's different. just that the only problem is who owns the cd player and who doesn't exactly yeah that's the only problem it's that's like right, I, right. I, i regret giving up my <laughs> cd player it's like yeah. no i don't have anything it's like whenever i see friends with cds like shit i need to get one cd player man it's what time i did it's yeah like, you should have one You'd be surprised, like, like I've been saying this, and I ask the guys to buy. You know, I was like, "Hey, you got CD player? I don't have, but I want to support you." So, oh, thank you. Or oh, I used to joke on stage, even like, like, like yeah, buy my CD, but you figure out how to play, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I think I think that's the best part about that is it's not about listening to the song, but it's owning something. That's yeah. that's the most important thing. It's just like photographs, man. You can yeah. take a thousand pictures, you post it on Facebook and so on, but nothing comes close to you flipping through a photo album. Exactly. The physical photo album is like you look through like even your wedding photos like you have 101 on Facebook no one bothers to look at it but when you put in a photo album it brings back a lot of good memories so it's nice to have that physical album going on I've I've seen people selling them which I don't know maybe they have their reason why they do so but it is kind of nice to see shit he owns this cassette but I used to have that before man it's like you know those kind of things uh, I just wish you have a comeback but I don't know, man. It's because the thing, everything going online seems to be nice and not so nice at the moment. It's Easy, up. accessible, but easily forgotten. Yeah. It's hard for artists to monetize because you know, why I'm still making CDs and merch. Because yeah, if I'm touring, mm-hmm. I've got a role, man. I've got to sell something. And that's the whole point of touring. You can't tour and tell people, hey, check out my Spotify. Why are you going to get 0.0000 cent? Yeah, no <laughs> point. Like, No point, Sp- yeah. Spotify, Spotify is just for you to just I don't know, just for recognition. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just to the some public thing, you know. In fact, John Bagging Blues isn't even on Spotify yet. So wise I'm move. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, put one song enough. Yeah, more. maybe I'm I'm up to one. Maybe Lorian too, because that was the first one I I I released from the album. Yeah, oh. since it's your favorite, maybe I'll put that on. <laughs> yes, that's that's yeah, still my favorite, <laughs> the best. It has one of the best. <laughs> music video ever it's so fresh man it's it's so so fresh there's nothing much it's just you that hat of yours a guitar and what lori had to moving on it speaks the reality of life that's going on everywhere around us every time i see a lori hunter it reminds me of you man I'm not joking. I, see, i know i wanted to own that because i know people drive a highway will see her and when i wanted like, to remember every time in my housing area i see lori hunter i knew this is what aswil was talking about man <laughs> That's how There it was. Uh, it is a brilliant thing. I seriously hope to see more of that. It's like people take it for granted. All they like, hey, why is it so simple? But man, it hits you at the so time cool. when the time comes. It really hits you. That's what I love about it. You can have all. You can spend thousands of uh, maybe hundred thousand on music videos, but nothing comes close to this, man. This was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. yeah so, can you can you give me a hint of what's about the the music video that's going to be released on the first? How does it look roughly? Well, 
well, I think teaser. Yeah, Just teaser. is really nice. I mean, to me, to me, it's a harken back, harkens back to to the '90s style of music videos, and which ah. which you know, with that. I love that kind of music videos where you know. There's no sense. There's no irony. There's nothing. You know, it's it's it's, it's just. Oh, what's going on here? What's it? There's a story. Oh, there's a guy singing. And oh, what's the story again? So it, it, I, it, I, that's why I told Weijun like when when he finished, I said, send me the the rough cut. Say, like, I love this man. This is so nineties. Nice. Like, yeah. So that's a hint, lah. <laughs> okay, okay. So for those listening to this podcast, uh, you know what what is it all about? Just giving you a teaser. Are you going to do that premiering thing on YouTube? Usually they do coming up in eight hours, twelve hours. Are you going to do that? Oh yeah, I, I did that already because I I, I don't want to run around bring my laptop and upload it. So I, I just I uploaded earlier, and I think it might be counting down now. But okay. uh, they call it the the the, the premiere feature. Yeah. So so okay, it, it's going to go by itself. Like the robot's going to do it. Okay, so good, good. That means I can post it on the website right now. So once ah. this baha, so okay, okay. Because that's what I was worried about. It's like this thing is going to be added tomorrow, or rather on the thirty thirtieth. So the strike is coming on the first. How does the music video do I put it in? So okay, good. So for those listening in, just go check out the YouTube below. I'll post the whole thing down there, all the links, and um, of course I'm going to repost the Lori Hantu thingy just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one of the good ones, but I got to check that out. Asbel, it's always been a pleasure chatting with you, man. It's always been Likewise. a pleasure. Uh, I must I must admit, chatting with you is always uh, satisfying on a podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> this is what it's for time. Hopefully, <laughs> in the near future, I actually have a studio where I can sip, have a sip of coffee with you while chatting, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah man. Cool. So, but before before I wrap things up, uh, any gigs coming up next uh, this weekend or uh, the next next week or so oh. on? Uh, come to Merdekaria on 23rd July. I'm playing with the Truly Asia. So we're going to play the whole album, John Bangi Blues game. We haven't played in a while. Okay. Uh, and we got uh, Lohan on guitar now. On check, uh, so so the, we, 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 we started as a power trio. But live, you know, Lohan said, hey, you need guitar, bro? Oh, anytime. So again, a good friend volunteer. I never say no. So at least live now, you padu sikit lah. Okay, you know? cool, cool. Yeah, so that- come, 23rd July, Merdekaria. Cool. Any any other gigs? Short ones? Quick? Closest one? No. Closest is just Penang. Penangites, if you're, if you're listening, come to Canteen at China House. One, okay, one. good. I'll try to find the, those links or maybe you send me the link. I'll share it on the website for our friends in Penang to check it out for themselves, man. Right. Cool, cool. As well, once again, thank you so much. The video, okay, once again, for those who've been following the conversation or maybe just halfway through, uh, remember, it is an anniversary music video. Uh, anniversary celebration music video to be precise and uh, the the track of this particular video is called something i wrote something i wrote that's right so it's going to be available on youtube i'm going to post the link of this particular website uh, you can check it out for yourselves just go there and make sure you like share share that is the most important thing you have to share as much as possible and subscribe to the youtube channel so you can get uh, up to date with all the latest stuff that asmel is coming out with and go back you want to have the good stuff the good shit go back to the past man trust me this guy has some good shit say <laughs> this list you know you don't you don't just look for the present one you go you dig up as much as you can with asmel trust me you love the stuff especially if you have my uh, wavelength or the way of thinking things uh, you love his stuff it's real he keeps it real uh, the kind of music the musicians that I like the most you know you just say it as it is that's what Azmin yeah, is all about man cool man <laughs> Azmin once again thank you so much it was great having you on the show I wish you all the best and uh, I look forward for the video man thanks man thank you thank you for having me 
Cool, man. Cool. Absolutely yeah. cool. Bye.